entrepreneur. A goddess entrepreneur sees her business as a spiritual devotion and service to the collective. In this podcast, you can expect to learn all about feminine-led business and all components of online business. Here, we see entrepreneurship as the path to self-mastery and liberation. I'm your host, Madi Grace Theory, and In this episode, I'm talking about how to tell if your business is ready to scale and a little bit about how to do it, but mostly how to tell if you're ready. Scaling is a super hot topic for most online businesses with courses and group programs, and it is the goal, the goat, and the ultimate milestone. A lot of the times we see other female entrepreneurs on Instagram celebrating these massive launches, you know, a 100k launch or 500k launch or million dollar launch. And you probably wondered, man, what are they selling? Or you know what they're selling, or you've bought what they're selling. So you've kind of seen the the ins and outs a little bit. And so this episode is going to be about how to tell when you're ready to scale, when are you going to be ready to do something like that and have your own 100k launch? And yeah, so my cat is in the room with me. Isis is here. And at any point, she could start meowing. So that's just your fair warning. Sometimes when I start talking on the podcast, that's when she decides to meow. I think she wants to join in on the conversation. But anyway, so We're going to talk scaling and oddly Sunday afternoon (laughs) has become my new podcasting time. It used to be early in the morning. I would wake up before everybody else woke up and podcast and yeah, it's just not happening anymore. I don't know what the deal is. It's happening on Sunday afternoon, but I'll take it. So scaling, of course, everyone wants to scale because businesses need money. I often describe a business as like a newborn that needs the titty, you know, like it needs the milk, it needs the food. Okay, businesses need cash flow. That's literally how they operate. And so everybody wants to scale and scaling means more money with ideally the same amount of energy output. There are a lot of things that need to be in place before you scale your business, which I will outline in this episode. So I'm sharing this information as someone who has been on the back end of many online businesses that have scaled or attempted to scale, and I've seen what works and what doesn't. I've also taken Business by Design. It's a course by James Wedmore. He's the host of the Mind Your Business podcast, and it's a really great course. And essentially, the entire course is about how to build an offer and build out your business with the right team members, all that kind of stuff. And it's an offer that is, you know, what is called a one-to-many offer, aka you make the product once And then it can be sold to one person or it can be sold to 10,000 people. And 
roughly it's the same amount of work in terms of creation in order to get it out there. Now, in terms of marketing, support, and systems, that's a whole other story in terms of the amount of work and energy and output, which I'll get into. But for the most part, I'm sure you've bought a course before where you see either a timestamp or you know like, oh, this was recorded two years ago and I just bought it for a full price. No, right? <laughs> I'm just making a joke. But but really, seriously, you know, you buy something and you're like, oh, this was recorded a while ago. And she just launched it like it was this brand new amazing thing. And I didn't realize it because I wasn't in her world two years ago. But now I'm here. And those things happen all the time. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. But yeah, I want to get into that because I feel like that is something that needs to be talked about. And just side tangent, I've never bought anything by Amanda Francis before. Not because I don't like her. I do like her. I follow her. I just haven't really felt called to buy anything. And then last year she did like a holiday bundle and I bought it and it was literally recordings from 2014. No shit, you guys, almost 10 years ago and she is still selling it. The slides were quite literally white slides with black font. There was absolutely no graphic design. Okay, so you can do this. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Sometimes we overcomplicate things and we think like, oh, I'm not ready. But believe me, you can do it. So the first thing that we need to get into is how to know if you're ready to scale. And I would say that is actually the bulk of this episode. I'm not going to get super into the nitty gritty details of how to do it, although obviously I'll be hinting at it through how to tell if you're ready. Okay, so it's super important to answer this question. This is the number one thing that you need to ask yourself and build out. And that question is, do you have a scalable offer? Do you have a course or a group program that is packaged and ready to be sold to one person or 100 people? And by packaged, I mean, is the majority of the work done? Are the modules pre-recorded or were they recorded in the past when you ran it live? Are the workbooks done? Is the customer journey fully mapped out? You know exactly what's happening in each module, that kind of thing. This is different from running a course live where you say, okay, we're going to meet every week for eight weeks and these are the different topics and you're going to be giving it live. Now that's the type of thing you can do live and then package and sell pre-recorded in the future. That is something that can scale and that's what we'll talk about. If your answer to do I have a scalable offer is no, that's what you're going to want to do. So yeah, like I said, if you have answered no to the above question, do I have a scalable offer, then just know that oftentimes that is how these scalable offers are created. It's by running it as a live small group program a few times, perfecting the course, and then packaging and selling it either via launches or evergreen marketing. So if you're still in this process, then guess what? You are on your way to having a scalable offer. So now you just keep going and keep tweaking and really make sure that, okay, this thing is packaged and ready to go. And what that means is that when it comes time to sell it and scale, 
you aren't having to create. You are just focusing on the marketing. You're just focusing on the selling. You're just focusing on the customer service and the tech support and the I'm trying to make the payment and it's not going through and this person needs help or this person has a question. That's what you focus on rather than the creation part. The creation part is done, okay? So the next most important question to ask yourself about your scalable offer is, do you love it? Like, do you fucking love it? And I'm not kidding. When we're marketing and magnetizing clients, it is pretty damn hard to do if you are not 1000% behind it and in love with the program. If you aren't, people will feel it. Will you still be happy with the modules you recorded one year from now or three years from now? Or are you going to hate it? (laughs) And I have some tips here based on your human design. And I know that I haven't done an episode about human design, but I'm a pretty big human design nerd. I actually used to focus on human design and do human design readings, but I don't really do that anymore. Now it's just something I more kind of incorporate, but I have some tips based on human design type because I have worked with all the types. And so these are kind of my recommendations. Of course, you know, as always take what works for you and leave the rest. But I want to start with manifestors because I'm a manifester. And so my dear manifester, if you're listening to this, I want you to know that you are going to create some epic courses that are going to absolutely blow people's minds. And then you're going to be fucking done with it. (laughs) I know because this happens to me and it happens to my other manifestor goddesses that I talk to. You work so hard on something and it's literally amazing. And then you never want to look at it again. (laughs) You're like, I'm fucking done with that. It's dead to me. (laughs) And it's quite the conundrum because as manifestors, we have limited energy. And so you're like, fuck, I put so much energy into that. Damn it. (laughs) How can this be dead to me? I want to scale it. I want to resell it. However, just knowing this about yourself can really help you navigate those feelings when it comes down to scaling that offer. So make sure that you have team members in place to essentially carry the launch and do all the customer service and and all that good stuff because you're probably not going to be in the mood, honestly. Let's just be real. And all manifestors are different. I'm definitely speaking as a 6-2 manifester. So you could be another type. Like if you have a four in your profile, you might be super stoked to share your programs with your network and things like that. But just know that that is also a possibility that you're like, hmm, why am I not turned on by this anymore? Well, it's because you've already been through it. You've already initiated people into it. And now you're just kind of done. But People still need to be initiated into whatever you've birthed and whatever you've brought through and they need to have their minds blown. So do your best to stick with it and launch again just with some support from team members. So my dear manifesting generators, you are probably going to be incredibly prolific and keep creating program after program after program after program. Ooh, I want to do this idea now. Ooh, this just channeled through. Ooh, let's do this. Let's do that. So you need to sit down and think, okay, which one 
or two or three do you really love that you can get behind launching, you know, once or twice a year? When you are launching something that you've already created in the past, you get to give yourself a break from constant creation and really build out these programs so that they can support your creative time. Just imagine how epic it would feel to launch something that you know, like the back of your hand, launch it, get a big cash injection. You know how to run the program. It's mostly running itself. Maybe you're showing up for live Q and A's and the rest of your time, you just get to be back in that flow state, that creative zone. That is what I want for you, my manifesting generators. Okay. So you might also have a tendency to not want to revisit programs, kind of like how I described with manifestors. So be sure to create something that you're really proud of that you can run on repeat with some team members for support and you'll be ready to scale. Generators, you're in luck because whatever you create from pure fun and joy is likely to be a success. So my advice for you is don't look at what anyone else is doing. Don't do what you think you quote unquote should do. Do what lights you up and most likely you'll be stoked to run it multiple times over and build onto it over time. However, if you build something based on what you think will work, not based on your joy, you will likely have to rebuild it and the goalpost will move even further away from scaling because you'll kind of be starting back at the beginning. So definitely don't should yourself. Don't get into like, oh, this is what other people are doing. So this is what I should do. No, do what lights you up. Projectors. You are naturally an epic teacher and a guide for others. So what is the thing that you see people forgetting to do? What's the missed opportunity or what's the small tweak that people need to make in their life that's going to make all the difference? Focus on creating programs that highlight your ability to steer people into the best versions of themselves you will likely bring something novel, unique, or never heard of into your students' lives. So lean on that and you'll create a program that scaling will feel like the most incredible service to the collective that you'll love every moment of it. And you will be able to scale and run the same program over and over and over again because you'll see the transformations that your students are going through. That is honestly, something that I see happening to a lot of projectors. I think projectors actually, projectors and generators, congratulations, you likely will be the most successful with running a program on repeat. Doesn't mean that other people can't do it, the other types can't do it. Of course you can, but I'm just saying it's going to be a lot more natural for projectors and generators. Reflectors. You have a super unique outlook on life that people want to hear. However, you need people to initiate you. You need people to respond to you. You need people to reflect your ideas back to you. So my recommendation for you would be to create a group program that invites people into your sphere so that you can build on what presents itself. Like the people in the program are going to be what builds the program. So this will probably be less scalable in the beginning, but over time, 
And with tweaking and with a proper team and with epic boundaries, it can easily become a program that serves people in the hundreds. So I actually know a reflector who has a group coaching program and there are modules, right, that she's created over the years, but she also does these weekly calls and they're literally like four hours and there's hundreds of people on the call. And this is just what she does. People come in and she has to kind of bounce things off of them but everybody gets something out of it. You know what I mean? Just because one person's being coached doesn't mean only that person's getting something out of it. Like everyone on the call is getting so activated. So that's just another outlook for reflectors. And of course, you know, there's always going to be exceptions to what's going on. I am not the end all be all. This is just what came through when I thought to myself, ooh, as a manifester, I know this happens to me. I've definitely seen this happening with my manifesting generator clients. I've seen this happening with my projector clients, my reflector clients, with my generator clients. So I'm just kind of making some generalizations in terms of advice that I do believe is helpful. So like I said, take what works for you and leave the rest. Okay, so the next most important thing to consider when scaling is capacity. Do you have the infrastructure in place to serve clients in the double or triple digits or quadruple digits? I mean, how far are you wanting to take this? Do you have a VA that can do customer service, help people with login issues, billing issues, or tech support? It can't be you if you're scaling. Like literally, you can't do any of it. (laughs) It all needs to be someone else, believe me, because you'll get burnout really fast if that's all on you, especially if it's like, you know, 20 people or 50 people or 100 people, okay? You can't do it all. It needs to fully be on your team. So this brings me back to the advice that I gave. If your answer to question number one was no, you need to create an offer, you need to run it on a small scale, make tweaks, get all of your standing operating procedures in place, get all your frequently asked questions mapped out, written out for people to find and utilize and cover all the bases that come up in the smaller run programs. That's how you'll scale it the next time around to, you know, maybe you run it on a small scale to 10 people or 20. And then once you get all of your procedures in place, then you know you have the capacity to double or triple that enrollment. So think about a current program that you have. What would happen if you had double or triple the students? Does your business have the systems and support in place to hold that capacity? Think about your own personal energy. Do you have enough personal energy and power to hold space and guide that many people? Now, if most of the work is already done, then the answer should be yes. But even in the case where you are on calls, maybe doing live Q&As based on the content that people are watching every week in the course, make sure that, you know, 20 to 50 to 100 people on a Zoom call isn't going to overwhelm your system, right? You kind of need to build up to that. Make sure that you're ready for that, right? So another question that you may not have been considering when thinking about scaling 
is payment processors. And this is interesting because, you know, interestingly enough, some payment processors have monthly limits, which sounds insane, but it's true. Even Stripe has a max number of transactions that they will support. For some reason, it's transactions and not amounts. But sometimes it can be amounts. It's really going to depend on your payment processor. So that's another thing that you really want to look out for, my dear goddess entrepreneur, is to make sure that your payment systems are ready to receive lots of cash. It's worth double checking with your payment processor before you launch, especially if you're planning to run ads and you do expect transactions in the high double digits or even triple digits, okay? All right, so just to recap, what you need to scale is, number one, you need a scalable offer that doesn't stretch your time commitments, whether there is one or 100 people in the program. Two, you need team members to support the influx of students in terms of tech support, customer service, billing, frequently asked questions, etc., and standard operating procedures mapped out to handle all of those scenarios. And three, payment processor limits. We all want a 100K launch or a million dollar launch, but make sure your payment processor won't cock block you. The last thing you want is people trying to pay you, but the transactions won't go through. So there are other things to consider when scaling too, like how big is your mailing list? How big is your clientele? Your social media following? And what kinds of marketing efforts are you willing to put out? But that will have to be an episode for another time, most likely dedicated all toward marketing offers to the masses. So watch out for that one at some point in the future. The three steps above are the prerequisite to scaling no matter what. So be sure to follow through on those three questions first, and then you can really focus on something like, okay, how do I want to market this? What kind of sales emails and all that kind of stuff? That comes after those first three questions are aced, okay? And just trust me, I've seen it all from the successes to the failures. So if you'd like to create or tweak a scalable offer and get it ready to launch to the masses, you can book a VIP day with me to strategize and plan for your scaling success. We'll essentially spend about four hours together, either in a morning or an afternoon, and we'll get everything mapped out and you'll feel super set up and ready to know everything that needs to be in place and everything that needs to happen and we'll problem solve and come up with creative solutions to things and all that kind of stuff. So if you are interested in booking a VIP day with me, please just send me an email, mary at goddess support, or send me a DM on Instagram and let me know that you're interested and we can get you booked. As always, thank you for listening. Blessings to you and yours, and I'll see you next time.